Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. That's right, Harry. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Oh, Matty Ice, you're too good. You're too good. I sent a little reminder. I said, hey, don't forget about this. And Matty just says forget about it i'm just gonna smash it to start the show yeah we're bringing some uh some big bpe is what you want to say he's gonna bring that big penis energy he's gonna bring that big penis energy that's right harry let's go baby (laughs) in case you don't know that's from espn college game day this past saturday morning at Washington, when Desmond Howard, who's been on the show forever, not a you know, not like Pat McAfee who does a three-hour uncensored show every day, stands up and starts doing instead of Michael Penix, Penix, who is a Heisman candidate, they are there for him and Oregon, there for him, and Desmond Howard does that big. BPE. BPE, yeah, I, baby. I, I feel better probably saying that. I'll oh let Desmond gosh. Howard say it. Uh, oh, whoever whoever Eddie Don, Don Rye is on Twitter, stop that's, tweeting me ridiculous That's things. Eddie in Centerville. Be nice. Eddie in Centerville. He says, what do, what do I think uh, Bosa's holding the Niners defense back to? Right, like, we'll, give me a damn we'll, break. We'll get to it. We'll get to get, it. Please Hold give me on. a break. Hold on. I already screwed something up. You're worried about me taking a bad camera shot of you. I screwed up the acronym that I came up with with you, which is youngest and angriest in charge. Youngest in charge is obviously your thing. I just added the angriest. Of course, I put it up on Twitter or X as YIAC. It doesn't make sense. That's that's what you youngest get. Youngest and, and what, angriest. In ju- it should be the Y-A-I-C. Matt, isn't that what he gets for no, trying to it's spew not that blasphemy? Like, I'm just some angry bull in the china shop. I mean, are you? Are you not? No, I'm not. I mean, you're the I angriest a, guy I am I know. the youngest in charge. I have measured takes. I come with Mesh, facts, statistics. And I'm here for the people, man. Let's go. We got three hours of this. I'm already on my soapbox, as you oh, see. Oh, I know you are. I know Twitter you are. You've been like... Has been... <laughs> Yeah, you, you've, been, you've been on fire all morning, yelling at people, yelling at me from the metro station. I, I mean, I have no idea what the hell you're saying. You're upset yes. because Ben Krimmel of our... Um, and I love Ben Krimmel. Right, our, our our social media department, I guess our, our, our website department, whatever. 
The uh, I I don't love Ben Krimmel. Ben Krimmel oh, hates me. Ben, ben Krimmel hates me. Okay, we so, were talking about it. I know you don't love yeah. Ben Krimmel. So he hates I'm gonna me. I'm going to stop loving Ben. I, I'll be nice, and I'll I I I won't ever say I hate him. I you know I don't like the fact that he thinks I'm a, a an imbecile, uh, which I'm not. Again, uh, but anyway, he put up no, a column. He put up a post yes. based off of what you talked about last night. Yes. And based off of what you have kind of been alluding to and leading up to all summer, all fall long so Haven't far. I, I'm glad you give me credit for that. Right. At least I'm consistent. You, you have been you have been anti Sam Howell in just about every way. That's not true. And you, beep, beep. That's a, that's a that's a hyperbole. That is that's absolutely true. That's hyperbole. You thought it was absurd that Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy, a first year offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. were trying to develop. In their fourth year, not Eric Bieniemy's fourth year, right. Ron's fourth year, a young quarterback who was a fifth-round pick, you would have done anything to trade up for C.J. Stroud, about, Anthony Richardson. Looking, uh, looking great. C.J. Stroud's great, except for the four first-round picks that you would have to trade Correct. to get up for him. How about, how's Anthony Richardson looking good? Uh, uh, not so him, good. I'm going to send him a postcard. How's Bryce Young looking and not so good. Not so anyway, good. you would have done just about anything, or you would have traded for a veteran like, uh, I don't know, 100%, Russell Wilson. 100%. I've said it from the get-go. The plan was flawed at quarterback from this offseason. Now, that doesn't the mean I don't believe flawed. in Sam. The plan was flawed, Linnell, because they have screwed up Every other option, 17 ways to Sunday. They had no other choice. Chris, can I ask you this? Yeah. Why is it that we can't be critical of Sam? We can without like acting like he sucks. I don't I'm, think he sucks. Okay, I I'm think critical, he's a lot. I think I'm he's a critical lot all the time. Okay, we're gonna get into this because you feel he's holding back the offense. 110. percent Okay, we're gonna get into this because I'm going to tell you that you're partially right. Wow. But you're not I all. To, I, I don't mean to toot my own horn. Beep beep. Come on, Matt. <laughs> but you're not all, all beep, the beep. way right. <laughs> beep beep yourself. Okay. And for, and for the folks out there that think I'm backtracking on my statements, or I'm not. No, you you've again been you anti Sam Howell all along. Chris, you cannot really. He's beep, joking, beep. people, because you're gonna get the people angry. You've been anti fourteen. You think he's like the devil. You think he's totally imagine, imagine the listener that just tuned in at one oh six thirty. You think he's totally think unprepared. Just... You think Chase Young should be the starting quarterback. <laughs> well then they'll know you're talking to hyperbole when you say that nonsense. <laughs> but no, I look, it's it's fascinating. first of all, I'm happy that we're three and three. Yeah. Best start through six games under Ron Correct. Rivera. Which wasn't hard to do. Wasn't hard to do. I would say, all in all, my overall outlook on the team right now, glass half full uh, compared to half empty, I would say. Okay. I'm I'm encouraged by a lot of what I've seen, but that doesn't mean there still isn't room for improvement. That doesn't mean there still isn't room oh, for there's growth. there's a ton of room for At improvement. Quarterback, on defense, with the running game. I mean, In every way. Nothing's perfect here, but In we're every week way. six. You want to be your best come playoff time. They are far from perfect, and yes. it's not just about the quarterback. It's not, not just all. about the coaching staff. It's not just about the defense. It's not just about anything. Far, far from perfect. But here's where we wanted to kind of, again, focus. Yeah. All this talk, you know, Eric Eager was on with Sheehan yesterday. Uh, Eric Eager works for a new company, not PFF anymore. Super, but Sports, he, Super okay. Sports Podcast. But he's been around the NFL for a long time. Yes. You'd like to think that he has a – you don't have to agree with his opinion, but you like to think that he has at least a educated opinion 
about quarterback play in the National Football League, right? Yeah. So when he came on and said that in his view, and this is just in his view, Mm -hmm. Sam Howell's a backup quarterback. Everybody lost their lunch. (laughs) Okay. How you put that? Yeah. And listen, I didn't even talk about it yesterday because I didn't get a chance to hear it before the show. Uh, And Doc and I had a bunch of other things that we and we talked about Sam and the offensive line, so on and so forth. But I'm glad we kind of saved it for you and I. So Eager is just issuing an opinion. That's it. When he also, and I'm sure he watches. Pretty much every game, if not snap to snap, uh, certainly on the condensed version. That's what those guys from PFF do. Uh, usually they grade, uh, again, every snap. He's yep. no longer with PFF, so I don't know exactly what he's doing. I have a pretty good sense that he's not just looking at statistics with no. Sam Howell no, 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 and no. saying, hey, man, dude's been sacked 34 times. He's a backup quarterback. That being said, I struggle with this, and I'm just going to be Perfectly blunt. Yeah. He may turn out to be right, Eager. Yes. He may turn out to be, you know what? Sam Howell is a fringe starter or a starter that you can't play 17 games plus for or with, but he's an ideal starter if you need three, four, five, six games, whatever it might be, because he's more talented than most of the backup quarterbacks currently in the NFL. That being said, that doesn't make him alone, in my opinion, a backup quarterback, or that's the predominant path that I see. Now, before I turn it over to you, here's the deal. I don't know how anyone, and I said this when we did this topic without you last Mm -hmm. week, last Wednesday, Jay Gruden came out and said, He's on the path to being a franchise quarterback. And I said, well, I, I think that's too high a praise for Sam Howell. I said, if there's a scale of 1 to 10 where 10 is an elite Patrick Mahomes-esque, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, maybe, although Monday night was very disappointing for me, Justin Herbert, you throw in him into the mix, a healthy Aaron Rodgers, so on and so forth. <clears throat> An 8 or 8-plus eight is a franchise quarterback Again, scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the highest, so on and so forth. 8 being franchise, and however you define franchise, means you know starter every week, good production, maybe uh, some flaws, Kirk, Cousin, Kirk Cousins-esque, okay? Maybe a little bit better than Kirk in the playoffs or big spots, whatever. So I said, Sam is, I think, Matt, am I wrong? Uh, I don't know if you remember. You went a 6.5 and I went a 6, or did I go 6.5 and you go a 6? It was right around there for okay. both of us. We were both, we in, were the both in the 6s. So, again, 8 being a franchise-level quarterback. That right. doesn't mean elite. That doesn't mean Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is in his own world, yes. in his own neighborhood. Yeah. Nobody's, 100%. nobody's, nobody's even that. in his neighborhood. Okay, <laughs> Everyone else... You know, Patrick Mahomes is a 10, maybe a 10-plus. Everyone else is in the 9s, and you can move the scale around wherever. And then there's the 8s. Again, franchise quarterback, Kirk Cousins-esque. Uh, maybe um, 
maybe Tua Tunga Vailoa until he proves that he can stay healthy for more than a couple of games, so on and so forth. So I said Sam Howell was a six or a six and a half. I can't remember. Matt had it one way or the other. It's fair. Which I thought was to say, hey, he's making progress. He's showing some good traits, but he's got flaws. So if I asked you the same thing before we even get back into the actual issue at hand that you're fired up about and that apparently people are fired up about on X, which is, is he holding him back? Is he, in your eyes, in any way showing any signs, any traits that he is a franchise quarterback or can be one in due short time? If anyone has watched the first six games and they don't feel that way, I don't understand what you're what you're watching. Every physical tool and trait that he has screams franchise quarterback. The decision-making, the internal clock, the pocket awareness screams fifth-round rookie. Both things can be true, right? Like he is – this Sunday was his seventh career start. He's four and three. There are going to be growing pains. This happens with every young quarterback – across the National Football League. So to act like we can't point those flaws out without slamming the kid is kind of crazy to me. I do believe the only reason or one of the reasons why he has franchise quarterback ability and all that stuff written all over him, he can make every throw. And a lot of the times when we're evaluating the quarterback position, people say that with hyperbole, he can make every single throw. I totally agree. Without a shadow of a doubt. And I think... It gets highlighted each and every week. Look at the aggressiveness that he has while playing the position. I believe our guy Dan Orlovsky was tweeting about that earlier today. He is amongst the most aggressive quarterbacks in the National Football League. That is a trait for a young quarterback that you love. Normally they're gun shy at that. You're still trying to figure out what you can and cannot do. I think he plays with an absurd amount of confidence, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. And I think part of the reason he's holding on to the football so long and the fans aren't going to like this. He trusts the offensive line because they're blocking pretty well for him. Yeah. Well, so it's also, also because he is confident. That's just this. But is. there's a difference between confident and cocky. He's not cocky. No, not but at I all. think not he's confident. All. I think he needs to show some more emotion. Yeah, I I also think the offensive line is better than most fans think. And I've been pointing that out specifically about Andrew Wiley, who Since I know is the week one, Chris, that's my thing. Exactly. Like, I understand that Andrew Wiley has given up pressures and sacks. Got it. So has Nick Gates. So has Sam Cosme a couple of, in the last couple of games. So has Sadiq Char- The only one that really has been clean, and he did give up two pressures and one and a half sacks, in Denver in the first half is Charles Leno. But other than that, he's yeah. been really, really, really good. Can we think about it in this context? Mm-hmm. Think about how much they're dropping back relative well, to the pressures they're and, giving up. And that's the point. Like, People see a couple of sacks or a couple of pressures or a couple of blown blocks, and then you read some of the analytics and you say, well, wait a second, that eyeball is not matching. Exactly. I mean, in some ways it is, but in some ways it isn't because now they weren't on the field – anywhere near the amount of snaps on Sunday as they normally are, certainly last Thursday against the Bears. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because the defense can't be on the field for 80 snaps a game either. Well, this is what happened. The the turnovers obviously help that. The short field helps that. The offense is not. I believe they were. Atlanta ran 29 more snaps than Washington did Sunday. But also what 
ha- what what helps or yeah. hurts that is that they can't convert on third down. But why? In can't a lot they? of cases, why can't they? Well, that goes back to he's holding the offense he's back, Chris. Hold- well, so it's sacks th- here, and penalties. Here's where I my- slightly agree with you. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it is a problem. Anyone that says it's not a problem, anyone that looks at time to throw and says, no, 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 it's actually a bad thing. It's actually a bad thing. When you are holding on to the ball longer, you might be getting better pass protection in some cases, right? but you're also holding on to the ball too long. inviting pressure. And by the way, if you use next-gen stats, it does not count sacks, meaning... The average that you're seeing are on non-sack plays. Right. Okay. But here's where I'm going to slightly agree before we go to the break and invite the calls at 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. In a rec, Ace Law, I hope you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW, 8888-ACE-LAW. Sam Howell is, I thought his bigger issue this year would be making risky throws and lollipop interceptions because that's what I saw in the Dallas game. That's what I saw in training camp and OTAs. But what we couldn't always see in camp was pass rush pressure and sacks because they're not allowed to go anywhere really near the quarterback. So we couldn't really parse it out, even though we saw the defense putting constant pressure on the offensive line and on Sam Howell. In addition, you're also going against your own defense, which you have more familiarity with. They're not game planning, so on and so forth. So when the game started for real against Arizona, all of a sudden it was like, all right, turnovers are still an issue or something to be concerned about, and I still think you should be, or keep it in the back of your mind. Yes. But that went to the way back burner and to the front burner with this notion or this reality that he holds on to the ball too long to try and make plays, one, or to try and make something out of nothing because either receivers aren't getting open or because he's not seeing it fast enough or because he doesn't want to take an intentional grounding or he doesn't want to take a negative play or what have you. So it's this weird mix. It's this weird harem of bad things that are going on. So when you say Sam Howell is holding back the offense, I agree that he is slightly. But here's where I disagree. Mm Mm-hmm. There are many other things holding back this commander's offense. And that's where we haven't gone just yet. I want you to explain on the yeah. other side why you think they're he's holding them back. And obviously it's going to re- relate around, again, the sacks. Right. But I'm then going to counter and tell you, you know what also is holding back this offense? Everything else! Yeah, that's true. Everything it's else. Not, look, offense, when we're discussing offense, such a nuanced topic, man. That's what the people got to understand. Multiple things can be true. Yes. That's what I think we're missing as a fan base. But I'm open for the discussion. I I, I think there's really only one way to look at it. But okay. I'm, sure, That's I'm sure you'll show me and prove me wrong next. I, I, always. I'm Because I'm the oldest in charge. Ow! And the ex-angriest in charge. You are. You're the youngest you and angriest little, in charge. Can you give us a cockadoodle doing the way out? How about that? 301-230-0980 on the team. 980. Just get rocking and rolling on a Wednesday afternoon with Nell in the house. The whole dance. Uh, Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. And I am merely 
an old and tired rooster. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Four and three, so uh, <laughs> so you have lost a few. Come. <laughs> That's okay. Deion Sanders making a surprise appearance. Oh, Eon, or is that is that is that Joey Milano, or is that or is that actually Prime? Because well, Joey's got the best Prime impersonation in the I business. Mean, yeah, I, I not even close. I mean, I, I would say not even close. Um, I would say it's 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 not that guy. It's not. You're right. But it's uh, Keenan Thompson. Acting as Coach Cal- Prime Cal- on SNL. California's own Darren and- M. Haynes says hello, by the way. Oh, hi, Darren. How are you, pal? That's the, that's uh, the guy. I mean, he's soaking up the sun. I'm about to say. Probably about doing, 70 doing, degrees. Doing brilliant workout. If there, I know man. Darren, he's probably on the Hollywood Strip right now. If I know Darren, he's yeah. in a suit by 6 o'clock in the yeah. morning. So. Uh, probably shopping for $800 pairs of shoes. <laughs> you know, that's how he lives. That's Styling the lifestyle and profiling. that he lives. I don't. All right, so here's here's the deal. We yeah. <laughs> The deal. The Dion impersonation from SNL was so funny because, right, like he's so here mm-hmm. on, you know, in the skit about where Colorado is and what Colorado's doing that Colin Jost basically points to everything that he's not and they're not, right? So I, the reason why it fits into our conversation is I do think – as usual, this fan base is a little bit drunk. A little? Just a little I'm bit drunk. I'm talking about taking Terramana bottles to the face. That's okay. what some of y'all do, clearly. So I think it's perfectly okay to say, hey, man, Sam Howell has surprised some people. Yes. Sam Howell has played better in some ways than some of us, many of us thought, many of the pundits, experts, what have you. And then, but then the reality is... Sam Howell, while he looks the part at times, and he looks way better at many times than any jabroni that's walked down the aisle here in Washington since Kirk Cousins walked I mean, out not, the door. That's not saying much, but Right, yes. not saying much. Exactly. It's okay to point out, whoa, wait a second, son, and fan base and surgically attached pom-poms to yeah, your right. wrists and other orifices. <laughs> hold wow. on, hold on. Yeah. 
here's the reality. Here's the truth. And that's where I'm going to turn it over to you. You have the mantra that Sam Howell primarily, and yes. maybe exclusively, is holding back the commander's offense. Before we go I to the calls. Say exclusively. Okay. Primarily? But I think he's a big reason. Okay. Primarily. Now, but two things can be true, though. That This is my whole frustration with the, with the topic and the argument. Two things can be true. I think through six weeks, each and every week I get more and more confident that he is going to be this team's long-term answer at quarterback. Okay. Each and every week I get more confident. Outside of yeah, How could you say that Buffalo if you game. think he's holding back the offense? Because is, is, the things, nat- is the natural question right. that the fan base would then say, oh, wait a second, you're talking out of both sides of your room. No, I'm not, and the numbers back it up. Statistically speaking, through six weeks, Washington is far and away better in every major offensive category. Why? Compared to last Compared year. Compared to last yes. year. Why? Because of Sam Howell in the offense, right? Well, Because of Sam Howell, the quarterback play and the play calling. That in combination. So, even third down, which even is their major, down. major bugaboo, they are better on third down this year than they were well, last year. I'm... I actually cannot speak to that. Uh, now, third yeah, down, it was 31.9 last year, and it's 33 34. and change yeah. uh, this year. But I'm so going off of where they're ranked in the NFL. They were 20, they're 26th right now in third down conversion Oh, I'm sorry. It's, uh, I'm sorry. They're 30. They're okay. They're 30. No, I'm looking at defense. They're 20, I'm sorry. They're 26 I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong. They're, they're 34.29 yes. this year on offense. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong column. They are 35.22. Last year, so they're slightly down from last year. Through six weeks. Still, either way, last year, this year, no bueno. Another important category, points per game. Washington's 15th right now in the NFL, tied for 15th with Baltimore. Tied for 15th in the NFL in points per game. Despite Sam Howell being on a historic pace in terms of the sacks he's taking. Here's why. Last year, Chris. Let me me just counter. Go ahead. And then I'll let you make more points. They're averaging 22.2 points per game, right? Last year, they were 18.9. Yeah. Very clear to see they are about a field goal improved per game. Yes. Okay, through six games. And that's with the outlier performance in there. Right. Which is good. Good progress. Because I kept saying during the offseason, I said, you know, if if Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howell could somewhere, you know, somehow get them to 24-25, basically right. a touchdown better than they were last year and slightly or maybe yes. moderately higher than the NFL league-wide average, I would consider that progress. So they've made progress. They haven't made quite the progress that I'd like Why? yet. Because- well... Because he's taking a gazillion sacks per game. Here's another metric that I think really tells the success of offense. Last year, Washington was ranked 24th in the National Football League in terms of red zone scoring attempts per game. They were 24th in the NFL. Meaning Meaning opportunities to score in the red zone. Inside the 20. They got not, their not touchdowns, not touchdowns, not just field score. goals, just opportunity, uh, Correct. red just zone trips. There. Exactly, they were tw- they were what twenty fourth in the NFL last year in that category. Through six weeks, they're up to eleventh. They're top ten in that category. They're quite literally one of the best teams in the NFL with that. Despite Sam Howe being on a historic pace in terms of the amount of sacks that he's taken, right? So the reason why I feel like Sam is holding this offense back, two things can be true. I'll go back to that. Two things can be true. He's holding the offense back, and in ways, he elevates the guys around him. Well, that's why I I only partially agree with you. Correct. 
besides the other things that I'm about to get into on the other side, that's why I partially agree because they are making progress in some key areas. Yes. But clearly, and to your point, and anyone that does not see it as a major, major problem, whoever it is on, whoever you assign credit or blame to is just ignorant and foolish. Yes. Clearly, the sacks are the number one restraint or pot uh, pothole or, or bump in the road or whatever the hell adjective you want. It is their wanted. Achilles heel, man. Absolutely. There is yes. no denying that at all. But it's not, again, just like everything else, right. it's not the only thing that is holding them back. And that's where I want to get to after a quick trending alert. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Very simple question for you that Nell is all hot and bothered about. Is Sam Howell holding back the commander's offense? Think about the way that question is asked. Is Sam Howell holding back the commander's offense? Your thoughts on that, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. Let's hit it up right after the trending alert. All right, Anthony Richardson, we were mentioning him in our opening segment. He is going to have season-ending surgery. Not a big surprise there. Uh, after the shoulder injury about a week and a half ago, that has been long rumored uh, for a while here as the Colts rookie quarterback and number fourth overall pick. We'll see his rookie season, which was so promising, come to an end. He also already missed a game with a concussion. Meanwhile, Kyron Williams for the L.A. Rams, who had a huge second half uh, against Arizona last week. He is expected to miss multiple weeks for Sean McVay uh, and the uh, Los Angeles Rams, who promoted Royce Freeman, veteran running back. Also, uh, they have Daryl Henderson back in the fold uh, as well. Meanwhile, the Caps up north of the border tonight in Canada's capital, Ottawa. Against the 2-1 Senators, caps off their first win of the year Monday night in a shootout over Calgary. You can hear that action 7 o'clock on the 106.7 The Fan and the Caps Radio Network and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, over here, we'll have the Knicks and the Wizards in preseason exhibition action. And you can hear it again on the Team 980. And that's what's trending. All right, along with Lunell Willingham. <laughs> Eddie D just tweeted. He's like, you know, he was busting chops a little bit what earlier. Did, what did like, that's that's my man, by the way. I love you. Always I know, taps in. I know. But he, but he was like, Lunell. <laughs> I mean, we just got to have a, a little fun. I can't take. No, I'm it's 50 cool. years old, man. I'm, I got one foot in the grave. I, I got to have fun. I gotta make no, you know. Dig it. I, I I gotta bust chops any in any way that I can uh, at every moment that I can. But you think Sam Howell is holding the Commanders' offense back? I said I partially agree. Yeah. We'll get out to the calls. Here's why I say I only partially agree. Obviously, the the sacks and many of them, mm-hmm. many of them are on him. Some of them are on wide receivers getting no separation. Like again, the first sack the other day on that first drive. Partially on Sam, 
not stepping up with authority in the hole and the gap that was created. Then the hole closes quick, and then Grady Jarrett blows it up. But the other part of it is there was nowhere to go with the ball. Nowhere to go with the ball. Guys have got to get better separation, and whether that is creativity by design in the scheme, whether that is guys not getting, again, off the hip of guys like Jeff Okuda and so on, I don't know. I'm not good enough in that area to say for sure definitively, but it is a combination problem. And, yes, Sam Howell does deserve a, a fair amount, if not a fairly good amount of blame for, what is it, 34 sacks now, right? Is that where we're? 34 sacks 34. for six games? Okay. Which is an average of almost six per game. Now, that being said. To, I'm, I'm sorry. To, go to, get, to go back to Sunday. Yeah. They dropped back 30 times. He got sacked five times. You right. know how bad of a number that is? Yeah, it's not good. Like, that's horrible. It's not good. Uh, it's, like, I, I mean, especially when you can, Now, listen. The Falcons were number two in the NFL coming into the game in hurry percentage. Mm-hmm. So they were getting heat on quarterbacks. It's not Saxon's They numbers. just were not finishing. Right. Yet this offense, whether it's Sam, offensive line, the enemy, receivers, whatever, somebody, no running game, this offense makes everybody look good. Again, they made a largely pedestrian linebacker who's been available 14,000 times to Jack Del Rio, who is his coach as a rookie in Oakland. He's talking about Nick Morrow. <laughs> Nick Morrow. They made him look like Mike Singletary, for God's sakes. Yeah. He had three sacks, 12 tackles, a forced fumble. I guarantee you, Bobby Okereke, who is a better linebacker Ooh. than Nick Morrow, is going to walk away with 12 tackles and two sacks on Sunday. Wouldn't shock me. Okay? I'm sorry. They make pedestrian players look better. That being said, again... Clearly the number one issue that's holding this offense back is the sacks, drive killers, what have you. And a big part of that problem, a big part of that prism is Sam Howell. That being said, Eric Bieniemy is also to blame. The lack of a running game is to blame. The lack of the offensive line being inconsistent at times in pass blocking and quite honestly inconsistent at a lot of times in getting the run game going. Because if the run game was more effective the first time or two that they hit it, Eric Bieniemy would be more likely See, to dial it up wrong. in the first. No, that's I don't, where you're wrong. I, Running I, I, the football, Chris, is a lifestyle. That's not who they want to be. Right, and, and it's not holding them back that they're not running it, the football. It is holding them the back. The quick passing because game can supplement the running game not so if, easily. Not if the and quick, he's not getting okay, the ball out. Not if the quick pet. Well, that's the problem. Not if the quick passing game is ineffective at times. But and why at is times it it's effective. Why is it ineffective? Well, because He's holding on to the ball. Which he's goes not back seeing. to my larger point. Okay. He's holding the offense Again, back. I would say if you're looking at a blame pie, if you're looking at a Lido pizza pie, Ooh. okay, we had Lido yesterday, right? Uh, and they never cut corners, so we're Ever. not going to cut corners here. <laughs> but if you're looking at a Lido, what is it, 18-inch rectangular pie, right? Yes. Sam Howell's probably about two-thirds of that rectangular pie in terms of holding back the commanders. But Eric Bieniemy deserves some of it. The offensive line deserves some of it. John Dotson deserves some of it. Antonio Gibson deserves some of it. Everybody. The running game, the lack of interest in, in the run game. Uh, again, penalties. Like a, a, Logan Can Thomas, I- they all deserve part of it, but... It's fair to say that Sam deserves more of it. 
But he also, it is also, in my opinion, fair to say, the reason why they're better this year is because of Sam Howell as well. You cannot deny that. And that's what I feel like, why I keep saying two things are true. Right. He elevates this group. But nobody, you know nobody's going to under, nobody's going to hear you say anything other than Sam Howell's holding the the team And I understand that. I'm wearing it on my chest because I stand in what I believe. Two things can be true, though. I think he elevates this group with his arm talent mm-hmm. and the play calling for Eric Bieniemy. He's allowed to call deep shots down the field because he knows Sam could get it there. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff matters. He's able to call the tight window throws that Sam makes, the aggression that he has with throwing the football. Like, all of that are, are traits that of an elite franchise quarterback. Like, I think he's got legit traits. But we have to remember, Sunday against New York will be his eighth career start in the National Football League. Mm -hmm. For you to think that a guy with eight career starts isn't going to have growing pains, significant ones at that, you're ludicrous. and You don't understand how the quarterback position works. And the one thing I will will continue to go to bat for is this Washington offensive line. Like, that's probably the number one frustration for me with with this dialogue and with this narrative. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say the offensive line has probably been the biggest bright spot of the season, Chris. They were supposed to be the group that held this team back. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Please just listen to what I'm saying. If I would have told you in August, if I would have told you in August that through six weeks, Washington's offensive line would be ninth in the NFL in in, in pass block win rate and 12th in the NFL in pass blocking efficiency and Sam Howe would be top 12 in the NFL in passing yards, you tell me this group is 5-1, 4-2. But they're not. Why? Defense, yes. Sam, yes. Multiple things can be true. That's why I feel like no one's hearing me. It's not just on one person. I'm not saying it's just on Sam. But as you perfectly put, if there's a blame pie, he's covering most of it. Like, how can you watch the the, the tape and, and, and argue with that? This offensive line, based on our expectations for them coming out of camp, has been the biggest bright spot on the team, without a shadow of a doubt. Name me someone else who's brighter. We knew what Sam was going to be. We knew Sam was going was capable of this. Everyone did. So I don't count that. If you're if you're telling me which unit has achieved more based on expectations on the entire roster. Yes, I'm going offensive line. Not even close. I, I can't I can't argue that. And that's because the expectations were so, were low. so low. Right. It does not mean that they're that they've been great oh, because I would I, again I right. would argue that they have not been I, like like you just threw out a bunch of analytics and, and and all of that is true but what I would say is do I have confidence that this team can do whatever it wants from an offensive line and from an offensive perspective no do I say that Eric? Uh, do I say that Sam Howell is a bigger part of the problem for that? Yes, but I would also acknowledge mm-hmm. when they try and run the ball, they're not as successful as I'd like them to be. I think some of the running game issues, and you saw it on Sunday with a few Brian Robinson runs. Notice how Sunday there was a concerted effort on some of these runs to bounce it outside, and he had success doing that. Mm-hmm. They've got to run with better vision. I'm not trying to stir the pot here when I say this, but there's a reason Chris Rodriguez comes in the game and pops off the runs that he does. Well, there's also a reason why Antonio Gibson was in the Chateau Bow Wow last year, even despite the yes. fumbles. It wasn't exactly. just the fumbles. Gotta have, gotta and, run and, Bri- and Brian Robinson is a natural running back, but 
even he might be struggling with some of his markers and some, uh, you know, because if you and get it's penetra- a new running game, so if there's you, different yeah, landmarks, exactly. like you're mentioning. Landmarks, different better word. Yeah. If you get, but it also if you get penetration that he recognizes right away and he, he doesn't think he can get to his landmark, maybe he decides to, you know. And, and again, you saw th- that Sunday a couple yeah, of runs. Exactly. So, I, again, I want to be careful in saying this, and, and we're going to take the time out, and then I promise we're getting to you on the phones. 301-230-0980. I think it's reasonable to say that the offensive line has been better than expected. I think it's unreasonable to say that they've been trash, horrible, the downfall, this, that, the other thing. I would say they're better, which is what I said all summer. I said, you know, they're probably going to be in the 15 to 20 range, somewhere in that. I However you define out. that. I'll be okay? honest, and I wear that. I thought they were going to be one of the bottom five units. Yeah, I, I thought did. they would be better. That being said, if you're just looking, and, and I said this about Andrew Wiley from the start of the regular season, really from the start of camp, but, but really from the start of the regular season. If you're just looking at two or three snaps a game, Correct. Andrew Wiley sucks. If you're looking at 60 or 70 That's how you have game, to look at it, though. People right. aren't objective. But, yeah. but that's the problem. People yeah. don't look at that. Yeah. They only look Office at what PFF hard, tells them in some cases. Yes. They only look at what they're what the what the video warriors on Twitter show and the blow video up. Warrior, well, like I'm just that. saying. No, it's real. <clears throat> that's what they see. So the problem is They've been asked, I think, to do too much because they're always behind the chains, because they're throwing way more than I think most of us anticipated and expected uh, because of various things. But the offensive line has not been a, a major problem and, as a matter of fact, has been a mild to a moderate surprise. And for anyone who wants this team to be a, a run-first squad, I, I don't well, understand that yeah. because none of their personnel says – Run first. They got three. They got a top ten highest paid wide receiver room in the right. NFL. Their well, offensive well, line. Brian is Robinson not, is the only guy you would say is a because he's a natural running back. Yes, that even you would the say, offensive line though they're better right. in pass pro. They're not getting movement in the yeah. running game. Well, that's my they're point not, is like, that's holding them back too. Yes. And if I think if they got more movement and. If they were more effective early on, you'd see a little bit better of a mix in the first half of games. And I just don't think there's an attention to detail with the running game. Kyle Shanahan is a perfect example of this. Their running game is so nuanced. There's so many layers to it. They don't give a damn about the running game. And they showed you that in training camp by how much they, how yeah. infrequently they, they ran have, it. They also have Kyle Juszczyk, who helps a lot. And Trent uh, Williams, of course. who helps a lot. Of course. You know, I mean, that, I mean, listen. But stylistically speaking, play, it's. We could play the system yes. game all you want. I know some people, uh, you know, in this building think that, you know, <laughs> that the system falls out of the tree. Yeah. And just plops right down. Well, mm-hmm. the system sucked on Sunday, baby, against a good defense. I'll sure say did. That. All right. Your calls in a sec. 301-230-0980 along with now. I am the Rooster, Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. 301-230-0980. I promise we're coming at you. Is Sam Howell holding back the offense? Is he the primary reason why the offense is slightly, moderately improved, but not as improved as it could be? That's the question, and we're coming at you in just a flash. All right, we're going to get right out to the calls right here, right now, because I've been teasing and promising, so you got to pay off the promises. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, let's get out to uh, JYD, uh, also known as Rick. What up, JYD? How are you? I keep, I keep trying to tell you, 
I don't know where you get this Rick stuff from. <laughs> but, my, uh, but my initials born is JYD. Wait, your initials what? Oh, your middle name starts with a Y. JYD. His name okay. is JYD. Let's, okay. let's let him have it. Okay. Let's leave. Let's leave. Let our, that let, we got to no keep cap. our Chiefs fan happy. All right. Okay. Okay. And before you press the button and cut me off, let me <laughs> let me let, let me say three three things, Go three ahead. or four things. All right. Go ahead, JYD. We're waiting. Is Sam is Sam how is Sam how better than CJ Stroud or Bryce Young? He's not better than uh, C.J. Stroud. He may be better than Bryce Young because I think Bryce Young stinks. Okay. Now, is the, the, the four, let's say the top four or five quarterbacks that are coming out this year, is Sam Howe better than any of those? I, I see where you're going with this, J.Y.D. And I, I don't know. I would have a hard time putting him ahead of those guys. Yeah, I, just I mean, he's not better than Caleb Williams. He's he doesn't not have than... the physical tools that they have. Yeah. Like He just doesn't. But he's got some. Okay. He's got some, he's got some physical th- tools, right? But but I'm but I'm just saying I'm just saying yes. these, these four or five quarterbacks that are going to be coming out. Would you take them over Sam Howell? I think the rest of the season is going to determine that, and I think you brought up a really good point. Like they're going to have to make a decision at season's end. Does he get to be the okay, incumbent next year? Say, uh, okay. All right. Now, but look. But now, now, now to your two. Now to what you two have said. Sam Howe, you don't need any statistics or whatever to look at. I, I don't look at statistics for football. I look because I, I know football. And I look at Sam Howe is that why can he not get it through his head that it's times that he all he has to do is throw the damn ball over to the sidelines out of the way of, 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 of anybody. Because he's trying to make a play. And, and it is a hard thing to learn, but he did learn it. He did learn it after getting sacked on first and second down on the second to last or the last full offensive possession the other day when he grounded one, uh, not illegally or intentionally, uh, but he grounded one because he realized it wasn't there and he had to get rid of the ball and he couldn't take a third sack in a row. He finally learned. So hopefully you take that, what happened on Sunday, and you proceed. But the line, the line had, okay, let's say the line. Has, has has been responsible for fifteen of the sacks that 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 that, that he's gotten, but he's responsible for all the rest of. Them. Why can't he get it through his head? I don't have. Look here, if you are if if you are who you say you are, and you're supposed to be a smart guy, you should be able to go out there and and execute what what requires you. To keep the team from being in a negative goddamn yardage every goddamn game in that capacity. That's JYD, I, I, I'm listen. I say a lot of things that I should do better. That I want to do better. I want to be a better talk show host. I want to be a better uh, dad. I want to be a better human being. I want to. I want to lose weight. Do I do any of it? No. Because well, we're human, this, we're this, this, is, this is my could, thing. This is my thing with the Sam Howell and the sacks. Talk. You could be a better talk or a, a host, because, but, but you failed to do so because, because because you keep going over the same same thing, wasting at least cue the food. Said it already. So <laughs> what a time for the cue to food, Rick. Rick, hang on a second, oh, Rick. Matt. Hang on a second, Rick. 
So you're <laughs> going to come on to my show. You're going to make you're him gonna mad come calling on him Rick. My show and tell me that I just keep repeating the same thing over and over and Why over again. Why are you calling him Rick? <laughs> well, you do sometimes, Rooster. I'm just, I'm just being frank with you. Hey, Rick. I mean, at times, same, Chris Hudson. Same way you being frank about Sam Howell. Okay, but at times I got three hours. Sometimes I got more. You don't think you're ever going to repeat anything? I think this is a. I, I don't. I, I think this is this is no longer good for radio. Did we? Did we? Did we? Did we jump? I, dump I, Rick. I, I Rick, dumped Rick. We appreciate you calling in. I, I, I and go- he is Rick. I'm telling you. <laughs> it, I'm telling you. This might be the funniest part of the day. Right, that he's. It, I mean, it's like uh, the bad bit that WWE tried a couple of months ago with uh, Elias and his brother. um, uh, What the hell was his brother's name? Um, uh, It was another E word. Ezekiel. Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott. The white version of Ezekiel Elliott. And it was the same guy. And it was such a bad, terrible bit. Rick and the JYD, same exact guy. I know it. Let let me say this about about Sam Howe, because I think JYD brought up a good point. And this is going to be radio months down the line from now. Through six weeks, I think I would lean towards giving him the opportunity to be the starter next year. But the jury is very much still out on him. This is why I think y'all as fans are crazy. Y'all think because y'all seen seven starts that he's Dan Marino, right. that he's it, a franchise the guy. The jury That's still ridiculous. should be out. 100%. And that was the point that I was trying 100%. to make about Eager's point is how do you know he's just a backup? Ex- I agree with that. Just like I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback, if he's a long term starter, if he's I know he's not a Patrick Mahomes. I know that. Oh. I'm pretty sure of that. That's better. Pretty sure. Okay. Because you know how how this stuff works, man. All right. I'm pretty sure of that. I don't know anything else for sure. And I agree with that as well, but I do know this. I think he's holding the offense back. (laughs) On the team nine eighty and the Odyssey app. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.